Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. Hello everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Nominous Radio Network. I am your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. It is the almost the end of E3. And on this episode, I will be personally talking about Nintendo. And the reason why I gave Nintendo its own segment is because they did two days of live streaming. Um, what you just heard was the trailer for The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. I kept calling it Breath of the Wind. That's what I thought it was because <laughs> of all the wind. But it's called uh, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, coming for the Wii U in NX in 2017. 
And I just want to talk a little bit because they did a new format that they're not normally known of. Uh, usually they first started off with a press conference and then they switched it to the digital uh, presentation. And now they just did two days of live streaming the actual games. And um, they had a, a, a kind of like about five games that they showed. Um, and then they did some announcements. Um, I'm going to talk about the Legend of Zelda last, um, because I believe that, uh, I have thoughts on that game and I'm just still overwhelmed and just wild by it. Um, they opened up the show, uh, with the trailer of the Legend of Zelda, talked a little bit about it and then went into Pokemon Sun and Moon. And I gotta say, I'm very interested in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, they, uh, detailed the new battle uh format um they talked about how there's going to be a four player kind of like battle royale in the game instead of the normal two player online function so they're doing different things in it um it still looks good um the in the gameplay that they show uh paplio uh who's just like still water dog looking thing um he is the one that they use throughout the uh throughout the um the live stream throughout their playthrough and it was really nice and what they also did was they brought out uh they brought out the director and another associate from um the pokemon company to talk about it so there was a translator and she was uh while they was asking questions during the playthrough they were translating some things and i found it very quite interesting and i i i know people were kind of upset be like hurry up get back to zelda what we just saw was amazing we want to know more about zelda but i think they did good that they uh they spent like 45 minutes uh to get dedicated to pokemon because it is coming out uh later on this year um and i and i believe november is coming out and i cannot wait for this game um uh, i put on my twitter page that i already know that i'm buying this game so you know there was no problem with that um going skipping on to day two um they announced some more games and revealed some more games uh they talked about mario party color splash coming out for october 7th and they uh show some gameplay about that um they had one of the uh one of the uh, developers on there she was talking about uh the game and it looks like a mix of the regular color uh paper mario series with uh stickers mario uh paper mario sticker stars added on to it and it looks quite interesting um you know a lot of the color that's in the game is getting taken away um and you're trying to find out uh what's going on and they show a, sh a scene where one of the shy guys is sucking up one of the toads color uh, on the paper and it just leaves like a uh, empty uh empty paper of toe and you have to go find out what's going on um and it is like you're going to have uh uh, companion with you he looks like a paint can but uh he says he's not um but it looks really really good i cannot wait to see this game i know they at one part they show where you need to help toad to get back to um back to the land so you put out this uh sticker of the fan that's like that comes from paper mario sticker star and this giant fan raises up and blows everything in but it's a little bit too powerful and what's funny is that the fan is straight japanese anime uh style or even tv show like if you look at the at that kind of 
um thing. You just be like, this is so Japanese. Just the way that it's displayed. And I laughed and I cannot wait for that game. I love the Paper Mario series. Um, even with, uh, every time they come out with one, I enjoyed them. Uh, I know some people have problems with the gameplay at times, but I like that they changing it up. I still love the funny dialogues. It's charming. It's cute. You know, it, it really is funny. Like even the Paper Mario, uh, not Paper Mario, um, even the, the Mario Luigi's uh, games. I know a lot of people have problems with them, but I'm just like, it's so funny. The writing and the gameplay is solid. Yes, there sometimes get some tedious stuff, but I truly enjoyed them. So I cannot wait for that to go. Uh, one of the biggest surprises that they, uh, that I really like just got so happy was that they showed off Dragon Quest 7 Fragments of the Forgotten Past. Um, it's listed for September 16th. I'm so happy. I, my RPG life is going to be so somewhat complete because, um, I'm getting that game and I'm getting Final Fantasy 15, but, um, also next year, Persona 5 and, um, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild are coming out. So I'm going to be stuck with some good RPGs for the end of this year and at the beginning of next year. And so they show a little bit more of Dragon Quest VII. Um, they brought out some of the developers from Square Enix uh, to talk about the game. Um, they're celebrating 30, their 30th anniversary of the Dragon Quest franchise. And they announced it and they said, still to this day, the original team and the core developers who made the fresh Dragon Quest are still together making the series and i just thought that's so just so amazing um i know dragon quest builders is on playstation 4 and that's coming out and that looks really really good i'm kind of i'm very interested in that game too um i can't wait to see uh more of it get more details about that game i don't know if it was at the show i think it was um but i got to see of anyone like really cover it um Another good one that they showed was Rhythm Heaven uh, Mega Mix. Um, they announced that it's available right now in the eShop. And I am going to buy this game, but I'm going to buy it next week. Um, there's some financial things going on. <laughs> uh, but I'll have more money, of course, work, uh, to get the game um, next week. Uh, I love the Rhythm Heaven games. Um, there's there they it has good music, but sometimes it's challenging because the tapping feels a bit off. It feels like that you are tapping on time, and um, sometimes it it won't give you the right results that you're looking for. Um, but hopefully, um, this one is uh, you know, hopefully this one I'm definitely looking forward to. I can't wait to get it. Uh, wait to la uh, laugh and listen to the music. Um, hopefully, um. It, hopefully it just satisfied my need for music games on the 3DS. Um, they didn't show anything about uh, uh, Elite Beat Ages or anything, and I wish that series would come back. Uh, I think they uh, talked a little bit about uh, Phoenix Wright, Capcom did. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, uh, the new one that's coming out, uh, I believe they probably talked about that, but I didn't see it, uh, anyone cover it. I just got to look some more. Um Moving on from that, they did show uh, a new game, uh, and this makes me very, very happy. Um, Nintendo reveals Ever Oasis for the 3DS. Um, it's developed by Grezzo, which is a new company. Uh, Koichi Ishii, um, he's leading the project. And if you don't know who he is, um, he developed uh, part of the Final Fantasy games, I think, 
one, two, and three. He helped them. He's also the creator and help uh, developer on the Mana game. So he made Secret of Mana. Um, and this article is coming from Nintendo Life. You can check him out at NintendoLife.com. Um, Nintendo has unrevealed the new IP RPG adventure title for the 3DS, and it's called Ever Oasis. In development by Grezzo, well known for the 3D Legend of Zelda remasters on 3DS, for example. The project is being led by Koichi Ishii. Ishii-san played a key role in early Final Fantasy titles and directed the Mana series up to 2006. He also served as producer on the on uh, information 3ds legend of zelda remasters as for the game itself the nintendo treehouse demonstration has shown a colorful setting with a strong egyptian inspiration there are aspects of growing resources and attracting wonders to your oasis in order to expand the initial trailer also showed fairly conventional R- adventure RPG exploration and real-time combat, with the camera mostly locked behind the player. One feature is that you have a party of characters with different abilities that you can sweep between on the fly. Dungeons, puzzles, and boss fights are also prominent. Um, you can check out that trailer. The animation looks good. I love the artwork that's in this game. It feels like Secret of Mana, and I, I mean, it gives me some good Mana vibes, and I love 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 that um I, I just i'm just so happy when i seen it i was like "Ooh, a new game being revealed and when i seen it i'm just like okay i'm so it's rpg i'm in rpg heaven once again loving this game and then they they announced koichi ishan uh ishii san and i when they said secret of mana it, it became an automatic goodbye for me that's all you pretty much gotta say um i haven't played any of the other ps1 mana games or some of the ds mana games like the old ones but secret of mana that's one of my top rpgs of all time i love the legend of zelda series i you know that that is completely separate um compared to secret of mana even chrono trigger uh but secret of mana is just my game and when i seen that it was that you know, this is coming from that creator and that uh, producer. I I lost it. I was just like, I I'm sold on it. Um, they talked about Mario Party Star Rush. Um, it's the the next party Mario Party game coming to 3DS later this year. Um, they also um reveal a uh, new Super Mario Brother amiibos. That's including Waluigi. Um, let's see, they uh. Master Hunter Generation, uh, they're sitting out demos and they're kind of announced the date. I think July, July 15th is the day for, uh, the actual game come out. Um, so, um, and they also announced that it's part of the Humble Bumble, uh, Humble Bundle deal. Uh, so you could get like the demo if you buy some games. Um, so you could do check that out. Um, I'm very interested. They show the gameplay. Uh, they show uh, a multiplayer aspect of them all hunting, and they just like you just it makes you just want to do more. Um, and they also say if you have uh any save data from Monster Hunter Four, it will carry over into Monster Hunter Generation. So there might be some things that it might um reveal that you could play. Um. Uh, pretty much oh also they talked about um 
they uh they talked about Tokyo Mirage session. They show a little bit more of that. I'm already getting that game. I I can't wait. They show some of the gameplay. Uh, this the music looks that nice. The animation is like the graphics is completely gorgeous. They they really did a good job. Um, and it seems that um you could spend up to a hundred hours in that game just getting just getting stuff. Um, the the demo that they showed the characters were at like level forty one or forty. And there's, and I just like wow. I'm like this is gonna give me that good persona vibe that I long for, that I really long for. Um, last but not least of anything else that they uh they talked about. Uh, I know Numa San and Miyamoto San they came out and they talked about some things um during uh some of the playthroughs and uh when they came to the Legend of Zelda, Numa San came out uh and talked about it. Um, and he's the series producer. Um. Um, one of the person who is uh, directing the game, uh, I believe he directed The Legend of Zelda from Capcom. So he is directing this game. So um, it's really interesting to see that because, you know, the Capcom Legend of Zelda uh, for the uh, DS and Game Boy, um, they're very, very good. Well, not DS, um, the Game Boy. Um, they're very good games. Very, very good. Uh, I think it's Game Boy Advanced. Uh, I think he might have also worked on that one. So uh, getting to, <laughs> while talking about The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild my game of the show like my game of e3 it's it's open it's, they call it an open air adventure <laughs> which i thought was funny i i found that nice uh that they didn't want to call it like an open world game they called it open air because you kind of do spend a lot of time in the air um it is they added the fact that you could jump and you could climb in this game. So you pretty much could go anywhere that you want. It doesn't give you no kind of direction um, in this game. So if you get up uh, high enough and you look around, you'll see the beautiful environments. And if you want to go to a certain environment because it looks interesting, you could go there. You probably could just jump, start floating, and start traversing your way towards there. They said that the map is 12 times uh, Twilight Princess, and that's big. That is super big. I believe they said there's over a hundred shrines that you could visit. So there's a lot of content that's going into this game. The lay for this game uh, was really worth it. They showed that um, you could uh, you could use different sh uh, things for shields, and you could jump on that shield and surfboard all the way down. And I thought that was completely cool. So I can't wait to see. Um, th there was a little parachuting that he had, so he could jump, uh, parachute out, and probably, uh, when he gets close to the ground, jump to his shield and, uh, and surf all the way down. Um, you could probably also, also surf all the way down, jump, and then parachute. Um, they didn't really show that much of Epona riding, um, but in the trailer, they showed that, you know, he's sneaking around to get on the horse. Um, they didn't show, show any time and stuff but they did announce that it was in there um i think they're going to part uh partain to some of the story they didn't really want to ex talk about the story or even the timeline um they didn't uh they talked a little bit why um they there's not a female link in or female version of link in the game um 
and some people, you know, they don't like that answer or, you know, they just calling it uh bull crap and stuff like that. But I understand, um, you know, to me personally, um, it doesn't matter if Link is a female or a male. Uh, you know, we got our core characters that, that represents the Triforce. Link is courage. Zelda is the, uh, is, it's one of the uh, Triforce. I forgot what she is. And I know uh Genna is the third triforce so um i think he's the triforce of power i think he's the triforce of power and uh zelda's the triforce of wisdom i think uh i have to look it up i'm sorry everybody i'm just i i didn't research that part but uh you know those three represent the triforce and i don't know what a female character of link would do now i would i would say this i would love to see of uh her as the assistant to link or you know if you want to uh play her you know you know or she has her own separate legend of zelda game um that's kind of that doesn't represent the timeline uh because i feel like and this just may be me and people might think i'm crazy it is um I feel like if they did a female link, uh, they would have to have two new characters. Uh, and you know, I, I believe a female link might, uh, have to end up like helping the king. Um, and I can't say this, uh, you know, we, we got Hyrule warriors. So the, uh, the female antagonist and that she could actually be uh, the Triforce, and you know, we even got a link between worlds with the Dark Triforce. That might even play part into it. You know, I, I believe that there could be another Triforce that we do not know of that's in the Zelda universe. That would be cool for Nintendo to visit. That might be a good idea. It might happen in the future. You know, we might actually get a female producer or female director to make that game. Um, so I, you but for right now you know the legend of zelda birth of the wind they made their decisions they're designing it it looks beautiful the gameplay looks amazing they're not it's not much music in the game but there's still sound effects um people are guessing what the story is going to be about they're trying to view everything that's that's uh that they showed um they did about i would say six hours because um from from where i'm at uh when they ended, I think it was five o'clock my time zone, three o'clock there, uh, that Tuesday. So I think it ended around three, but they, they showed a lot of, they, they just showed a lot and talked a lot. Um, and even though that, uh, they was on a timer, um, if they, the lines that people showed was so long, they said they both was excellent and people who did got to try the game, like it was just like, this is a Zelda that we always wanted. Um, you know, they, people said some Skyrim, uh, comments, you know, connections and stuff. Um, studio Ghibli. I know I made that comment with the way that it looks. Um, it, it just looks beautiful from beginning to end. And I cannot wait. They said that the Wii U version and NX version are the same. Um, and that's all we know about NX. Um, I know Ubisoft did announce Just Dance 2017 and made some comments about the NX. Um, and some people are now getting worried about that. But I, 
to me personally, we fully don't know. Uh, I don't even know. I don't believe the rumor that the sister's been delayed or anything like that. Um, I know uh, Reggie feels uh, Fizeme. I know he said VR has to become like mainstream before Nintendo gets into it. So I don't think they're into VR. So uh, that's why I don't think believe in the, the delay or the rumor of it, even when that rumor was announced. Because I'm just like, I know Nintendo talked about VR and said that they weren't interested. So um, I'm completely fine with that. Uh, other than that, the, the this was a strong E3 for Nintendo. Um, if I had anything negative to say with it, I think that when they did in their live stream and it says we'll be back and they like cut it off it would probably be nice that they did um nintendo direct commercials or um like little funny skits or something about that even doing throw up some uh some uh nice music for the stream and it because this is live but i think they probably could you know with them trying it out don't know if this is going to be the way they do it in the future you know i believe nx might get a presentation at the end of this year um who knows we we shall see um I, I think they just needed to do something to fill that void. And, you know, because a lot of us don't tune into the live streams. Um, I know Jose Otero from IGN talked about that uh, on his on the post show. Um, I know a lot of people have might have some problems with it. For me, I just think that when they go off, they could fill it in with something uh, different. Um, you know, fill it in with little segments for upcoming games and or treaders. Uh, or, you know, go to the Nintendo store in New York and get reactions to what they seen or what people are playing, you know, as to, and this is, like I said, it's the first time. So I think they could do more. Um, and it's not a negative. Trust me. It's not a negative to Nintendo or anything like that. I just think that for their first time, you know, working these kinks out, you know, doing live and doing like commercial stuff. I think they just got to figure a way to get it done. Cause they can, I believe they can do it. I really can believe um, what they showed throughout, I was excited. I told everybody on Twitter, um, which you can follow me at that retro code, T H A T R E T R O C O D E, um, that I'm buying everything, everything that they're showing. I'm, I'm buying, I'm buying, uh, Tokyo Mirage Session, Dragon Quest, uh, seven, um, Dragon, uh, uh not Dragon Quest, <laughs> Master Hunter Generations, uh, Ever Oasis. That's, that's my game that I'm definitely going to buy for 3DS. Just uh, uh, Rhythm Head of Mega Mist that's out now, I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy both versions of The Legend of Zelda Breath of, Breath of the Wild. I'm buying Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes, I'm buying both copies because... And like I said, Nintendo has my money, so I'm not worried about that because I get the enjoyment. I get what what they're going for. Oh, they also show Yokai Watch too. I wanted to say that I'm completely. I'm sorry, everybody, for getting that one. Um, that one looks good. I'm looking forward to that because I did enjoy Yokai Watch. Um, there are some wonky things about it, but I think they probably fixed it in too. Um, and I just can't. Re I cannot wait to play those games. Like I'm really sold on it. Now I know a lot of people say I'm kind of. For for Nintendo, um, that's why I didn't give them a grade. That's why I feel like 
when it comes to press conferences, uh, Sony and Microsoft are tied up, but I lay more to Sony. They, they had a, uh, I believe they had a stronger showing than Microsoft just by an inch. Um, as for games, I, I want more, I want more on Microsoft, but I also want them on PlayStation 4. And I believe that I, t- I tried to tie it up for the four. Um, but because uh, both games, both companies are going to deliver some amazing games for this year and next year um and for uh ubisoft and ea i believe they had a decent showing they they had a passive showing it wasn't terrible as like the pc game was now i would say that ea was bad um but they did show some games that i wanted i think their presentations uh was just they i feel like they just don't have enough games and didn't show much that uh like everybody else was showing like they didn't really de- deliver that they could um i believe square enix and atlas also had some showings showing off persona 5 and showing off final fantasy 15 um and near uh automata um i think they showed that off um but i didn't get to watch them so I, i'm sorry everybody i that's why i didn't cover them um i trust tried to cover the big um the big five conferences that they showed uh or you know the events that they showed uh ubisoft over uh, the six events i'm sorry uh ubisoft ea bethesda microsoft sony and nintendo um and I am going to do one more show of just, and that show is going to be what I thought about everything on, uh, in general. Um, I will say that if I had to go from one to six, um, Nintendo wins number one. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, N- Nintendo, even though they had their problems, what they show, what they show was what a lot of us wanted out of this conference was gameplay, um, uh, some announcements. The, we wanted to see the legend of zelda and it's sad that we couldn't get our hands on it but um you know i to me personally i want i wish i could have got my hands on it to play it i i wanted the legend of zelda t-shirt that they were showing um heck i would have took even one of the nintendo polo shirts that they had on uh they just had uh, a new uh not a numa um um, Bill Trennan, he had on the gray Legend of Zelda shirt that I wanted. I was just like, oh, I want this shirt. Uh, and it's good to see that Miyamoto and Anuma got some Zelda Van, uh, Van shoes. I thought that was really cool. Um, if I had to go second, and because there were, there were ties, I am going to just break it down to six. Um, like I said, Nintendo was number one, Sony was number two, Microsoft was three, Bethesda is four, Ubisoft is five, um, and EA is six. Uh, the PC gaming show, I would play seventh, uh, even though they had a good show and they ran too long and I didn't watch it. Um, uh, so with that, everybody, um, I hope everyone enjoyed E3. Uh, I truly enjoyed it. I truly, I enjoyed watching the press conference with everybody, commenting, listening to people's uh, perspectives, their podcasts, um, what they have as their favorite games, which I will give my list in the last episode. Um, I just really enjoyed everything. Um, this was a strong E3. It was a good E3. It was kind of small. It felt smaller. It felt different. Um, but it's E3. I enjoyed the games that they showed. I enjoyed the presentations. There's some good. There's some bad. There's some happy. And there's some just like, oh my goodness, why? Um, I think the PC one needs to be fixed. Um, I think the PC just need to do a digital presentation. 
Um, I, and I think uh, that would fix some of the problems that a lot of people have. Yes, we are not into, uh, for some of us console, or console gamers, that we're not into a lot of the PC things with them announcing chips in some of their games. Um, but I think that they there's some things, and I, I'm glad that PC Gamer is doing this. Um, I'm really happy they are because I believe that it's fair that not only indie games get represented, but that PC games get represented in it uh as well because i feel like they're part of the video game culture um and then and i feel like they're part of the platforming game whether you play on pc or console they're very important to us uh to everybody you know there's a fan base for pc and i think they need to be represented at e3 and i'm glad that they did it um i think they just need to fix some things um i'll probably talk about that in the last episode um and with that everybody i am out you can follow me like i said at twitter um at that retrocode t-h-a-t-r-e-r-e-t-r-o-c-o-d-e you can check more optional opinion at the anomalous radio network.podbean.com you can also check me out and subscribe on soundcloud itunes and google play and with that everybody i am out Peace.